Welcome to First Reading, the Old Testament lectionary podcast that gives you the tools you need to preach with confidence from the Hebrew Bible. I'm Dr. Rachel Wren, ordained Lutheran pastor and assistant professor of biblical studies at Trinity Lutheran Seminary. And I'm Rosie Candlethal, a PhD candidate in Hebrew Bible at Emory University. Happy first mini episode recording! I'm so excited you're here. I'm excited to be here too. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, Rachel is going to be taking us on a journey through the first reading text this Advent, which I'm assuming will mean some surprises, a few <laughs> favorite Bible texts because she's got many of them, and a whole lot of preaching points. First up, we've got Jeremiah 33 for November 28th, 2021. Where are you taking this one, Rach? Okay, before I get there, though, let me just say a little bit about like the method behind the madness going on here. So for the next few weeks, we're not only going to be exegeting the texts, but we're going to sort of be exegeting Advent as we go. So I'll be talking about how you might preach the Hebrew Bible texts or sort of how you might preach Advent through the lens of the Hebrew Bible. Um, it's kind of like this idea of how do you use these first reading texts to help folks almost with a purposeful waiting in Advent? You know, it's like doling out a little bit of the story at a time, bit by bit, until it sort of leads them up to Christmas. So that's that's kind of the method behind the madness here. Hmm, that sounds really good. So why don't you get us into the text then? Uh, how are you preaching Advent with Jeremiah 33? That's kind of the first surprise. I'm not actually going to be doing Jeremiah 33, mm. uh, which is the first reading assigned for November 28th. But I'm actually going to look at the psalm reading, um, Psalm 25. I think that this is one of the most Adventy type texts that we have in all of Scripture because it's it's about a waiting, but a particular kind of waiting. Okay, so say more about this waiting. Okay, so so first of all, the psalm starts out just beautifully. It's the Hebrew reads Elecha Adonai Nafshi Esa Elohai Bakavatakti. And it means something like, To you, O Lord, I lift up my nefesh. Oh my God, in you I have trusted. I don't know that that's going to work to just not translate nefesh, Rachel. <laughs> Why not? Okay, no, no. I know, I know. <laughs> And some of our longtime listeners will know where I'm going with this. So nefesh is the Hebrew word that is typically translated as soul, but it's not. In its most corporeal sense, it's your throat. And it's not your speaking throat. That's actually goron. It's a different Hebrew word. The nefesh never really is said to speak, at least not really. The nefesh breathes. The nefesh sobs. It swallows and digests and gulps and groans. It's the vital passage through which moves everything that is necessary for life. Food, water, and breath. It is not, I repeat, it is not your immortal core that is not attached to your body and survives after you die. Is the opposite. It's your mortal core without which you cease to exist. And that's the thing that the psalmist says to you, O Lord, I lift up my nefesh. Hmm. Okay, so tell us more. How do you lift up this mortal core without which you cease to exist <laughs> right. to God? Like, what does that mean to lift one's throat to God? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the, that's the total question. And it's exactly the preaching point that I'm going after. What does lifting your throat to someone leave you? 
Well, it leaves you vulnerable. Mm. You know, I bear my throat. I make myself vulnerable. I lift up my throat. Uh, It's not a meek stance. It's not something that one does lightly if you're not sure of the response. This is a bold stance, a stance of risk and courage. Because in the same way, what does trusting someone leave you? Which, you know, is what it says in the second half of the verse. Trusting someone leaves you similarly vulnerable. Trusting someone is also not a meek stance. It is a bold stance, a stance of risk and courage. So Elecha Adonai Nefshi Esa is vulnerable, courageous, and a risky position of trust, an embodied posture of trust toward God in Advent. It's like the exposed posture of someone who's waiting for the sun to rise or of the prodigal father waiting to see the wayward son or of Esau straining to catch a glimpse of his barriered brother. And if you're, you know, if you're straining to catch a glimpse of something, what are you doing? I'm doing it. No one can see because this is a podcast, right? (laughs) But you're craning your neck and you're lifting your throat. That's, I mean, it's a beautiful image. What else would you pull out for preaching Psalm 25? Yeah. So I think this this waiting stance, this embodied posture of Elecha Adonai Nafshi Esa, which by the way, folks, if you could just just listen to that like 15 times and then teach it to your people. I mean, this would be a, a fun phrase to have as like a, a theme phrase throughout Advent. Elecha Adonai Nafshi Esa. And that phrase, while it's a, a risky and bold position, it's also a demanding position. It's a waiting posture, but it's not a still life. When you look at the images used in the rest of Psalm 25, you notice how active they are, right? It's like path, led, walk, way. This is an active waiting posture that doesn't just like sit and crane your neck, but it takes off down the road at the first sight of that beloved sinner, whoever they are, breakneck speed and skirts flying. That's Elecha Adonai Nafshiesa. Wow, I see the activity there and I yeah. see the the challenge in kind of reorienting ourselves to that image. Is there anything else you'd add here? Yeah, so I called it a demanding image. And I think the reason I called it a demanding image is because when you crane your neck and when you expose your throat, you're also straining to see something. So to you, O Lord, I lift up my nefesh is kind of another way of saying, I see God, I see my surroundings, I see the injustice, I see the pain and the suffering and the sorrow, and I have my eyes up anyway, and Elecha Adonai Nafshi Esa, I see what is going on, And now I want to see what you will do about it. So it's demanding a response. It's waiting and expecting one. But in that very posture of waiting and expecting, it's also demanding a response. So that's kind of what I would do with this initial text of Advent. Uh, You know, I think sometimes we start Advent kind of gently. And I'd, I'd just come in like full bore on this one. Teach your people Hebrew on the first Sunday of Advent and then reflect together. What does it mean to wait by walking? What does it mean to wait with your eyes up? Or what does it mean to wait with your mortality and your vulnerability bared? In my mind, that's a great way to start kind of the the Advent season. (laughs) Well, thanks, Rachel. That's really given us a lot to think about and a lot to work on for our preaching this week on Psalm 25. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Check us out on Facebook, where we drop our weekly episodes, or find a fantastic stash of our back episodes at firstreadingpodcast.com. 
Send us feedback, give us a rating. We love to hear what's working and what could be improved. Special thanks to Trinity Lutheran Seminary at Capital University for a generous grant that's helping us do what we love best. Thanks also to Tim McNinch for his excellent producing skills. And thanks to all of you who are listening. And until next time, I'm Rosie Candethal. And I'm Rachel Wren. Happy preaching.